Hello and welcome to the Bits of Balance podcast, a place where health and wellness is talked about and viewed through more than just a physical lens, but an emotional, social, spiritual, and intellectual lens as well. Over here, we believe that health-promoting behaviors should add to your life rather than take away from it. I'm your host, Jacqueline Bett, a non-diet registered dietitian to be, a certified personal trainer, and an extreme ice cream enthusiast. In this podcast, you will hear special guests and myself share our journeys and how we are working to find balance in our own lives. We will also discuss ways to ditch diet culture and find food freedom. We'll also be diving into how to discover your own healthy relationship with exercise and ways to be at peace with your body. But most importantly, I hope for this podcast to inspire and motivate you to find your own balance while practicing wellness without obsession. So let's dive in and discuss some bits of balance. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bits of Balance podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Bent, and today will be a solo episode, and I'll be talking on the topic of confidence. I posted a poll on my Instagram a few days ago, and you all voted that this was the topic that you wanted to hear about most. Also, a quick plug for my new Instagram handle. It is at Jacqueline Lives Well. So if you're searching for at JB4Fit and it doesn't pop up, that would be why. So anyways, out with the old and in with the new, I guess. So diving into the topic of confidence. In the past, people have told me that I, quote, seem so confident and people used to describe me as the calm, cool, and collected athlete. And while I do think that this was true when I was a bit younger, as I actually continued to get older, experience more, and understand more, I think I started to lack confidence more which may seem backwards, but I think that this is partially because I was simply exposed to more. I was exposed to more people to compare myself with and things like that. Whereas in the past, I simply didn't really care what people thought of me and I was just doing me, you know? However, as I started to question myself and not seem, quote, good enough, I would still act confident and still put on that same aura that I always had because I didn't want to appear weak or insecure. And honestly, it can be pretty easy to act like we are confident on the outside, even though we know that we may not be deep down. But the reality is that we shouldn't ever have to act a certain way just to be accepted or just because that's how we were known or how we used to be, because we are seriously always changing and always being shaped by new experiences. And I can tell you from personal experiences that it isn't enjoyable to act a certain way if you don't truly feel that feeling. And none of us should have to do this. It's okay to lack self-assurance and to admit that we don't always feel confident because as humans, this is something that we can all struggle with in different areas of our lives. But I'm here to tell you today that the good news is that there are still ways that we can rebuild our confidence and reframe our thoughts to build that confidence within ourselves And over the past few years, this is something that I've really been working on. Therefore, today I'm going to share with you guys my top five tips on how to restore that confidence and things that I've been doing in my own life that have really been helpful for me. So the first three tips will be more broad and will be things that you can apply to all aspects of your life. And then the final two, I will focus in on specifically how to build confidence within your body and have a more 
positive body image. And then lastly, I will discuss how to gain that confidence in the gym and kind of put a more fitness twist on it as well. So let's jump right into my first tip for building confidence within yourself. Number one is to be yourself. And you may be thinking, how will simply being myself help out my confidence? But the reality is that when we are our true selves and stay authentic to our values, we don't feel the need to change for the people that we surround ourselves with. When we don't feel the need to fit into society's ideals, we can be who we're meant to be. And lastly, we will not feel stuck. Um, we won't feel like we have to fit into these small boxes in our lives that we no longer belong, belong to or that no longer serve us. And when we are ourselves, we can really begin to find value and purpose for who we are deep down. And this will help us to gain an appreciation for who we actually are. We are who we are because of the experiences that we go through, the people that we surround ourselves with, the environments that we place ourselves in, and so much more. So when we're okay with being our true selves, I firmly believe that we will fall into the right places in life. We will gain the right relationships. We will get the job that we're meant to have, and we will have the right people remaining in our life because they love us for who we truly are because we are acting as our true self, you know? So ultimately, like, we won't continuously have to search for these things or feel pressured to act a certain way. And this will be a huge weight lifted off of our shoulders. And once again, I am really sharing this from personal experience. And now for my second tip, it's to take care of yourself. So true confidence isn't about suppressing pain or you know, pretending that failure doesn't hurt. True confidence comes from accepting blows to our ego and allowing ourselves to acknowledge the associated feelings with that and just finding ways to build ourselves back up. And I want to also point out here that we don't need to dwell on these feelings, but we really must acknowledge them in order to move forward. So like I mentioned earlier, when I was in that time in my life, when I wasn't feeling too confident, I would just suppress my pain, not acknowledge it, and act like it wasn't there, which ultimately hurt me more. But fortunately, through experiencing this and realizing that how I was coping and pushing it to the side wasn't working, I have found better coping mechanisms and ways to really care for myself through tough times. So maybe for you, this looks like spending time with loved ones because they will be able to listen to you and empathize with you while really helping to build you back up. Or maybe you could travel or go for a short trip or hike just to give yourself some space and change up the environment and just give yourself more headspace. Or maybe you need to journal for self-reflection purposes and let out all your feelings on paper rather than letting it build up inside of you. So taking care of yourself is going to look different for all of us, but I really do think that it's an essential step for restoring or building up our confidence so that we're in touch with ourselves and in touch with our bodies, minds, feelings, and emotions. So now for the third tip, it's to build yourself up with small wins. So most of us may think of confidence as an all or nothing proposition. We even talk about it in that way, really, like we say that someone 
has confidence or lost confidence, which is 100% something that I'm guilty of. And if you think about it, we rarely say that someone is, you know, nurturing or piecing together confidence. And I want to share a quick quote with you guys. An author and journalist, Charles Duhigg, quotes in his book, The Power of Habit. So he states, small wins are a steady application of a small advantage. Once a small win has been accomplished, forces are set in motion that favor another small win. Small wins fuel transformative changes by leveraging tiny advantages into patterns that convince people that bigger achievements are within reach. So I think that that's just a super powerful quote and that it is so true. This really, once again, comes back to that all or nothing mindset, which is ultimately not helpful because when we view things that way, we just don't see those small successes that we have. And we either view it as like a success or a failure. And that's just not always the case. To kind of put this into perspective, maybe you can relate to this if you've struggled in a college course in the past. Like I know freshman year, chemistry at Ohio State was terrible for me. (laughs) Um, And so maybe you didn't do nearly as well as you wanted to on your midterms and your confidence was just totally shot. So you automatically assume that, oh, now there's no way that I can get the grade that I want to in this class. However, what if immediately after that exam, you just accepted your grade and then moved on and moved into creating small goals for yourself for the rest of the semester. And maybe that is you setting a schedule for yourself to study for a certain amount of hours each week to create these small wins by the time that you take your final exam. So by continuously making these small achievements and realizing them, you have a much greater sense of confidence going into that final exam, you know? So really, I just want to point out here that every failure can be broken down into components. And these components really are the pieces of these small wins that I'm talking about here. And if you just work an extra bit harder and smarter every single day, these minor improvements in your life will accumulate and you'll be able to build that confidence right back up. All right, now let's move into my fourth tip, which is how to build confidence within your body. So if you're listening to this podcast, you know that I have discussed body image in the past and it has personally been something that I've struggled with, and I'm still continuously working through to this day. I want to share with you one of the biggest things that has helped me find confidence in my body, and that is by being my own best friend. And I'm kind of laughing when I say this because it probably sounds super cheesy, but just give it a chance. Okay, so when your inner voice starts to criticize the way you look, we should stop and ask ourselves, would I speak to my best friend like this? Or How would I feel if I heard someone else talking to someone like this? You know, because the answer is likely always no. And sometimes we really just don't give ourselves the respect that we deserve. Whenever you're tempted to point out your flaws that you see in your body, what if we just hit the pause button and switch it to something positive? Because we need to remember that we all do deserve better. And We are our own biggest critics, you know? And another way to help build confidence in your body would maybe be to buy clothes that fit you and clothes that you feel comfortable and confident in. A special friend of mine recently reminded me that 
Clothes are meant to fit our bodies. Our bodies are not meant to fit the clothes. I'm going to re-say that. Our clothes are meant to fit our bodies. Our bodies are not meant to fit the clothes. That's why there's so many sizes, right, you guys? Because the clothes are meant to conform to our bodies. So maybe if you have the ability to revamp your wardrobe a little bit, just go out and buy a few staple pieces that you feel comfortable in, confident in, and stylish in, okay? And now for my fifth and final tip, I want to discuss confidence in the gym because I know that, especially for girls, I want to say, gyms can often be intimidating, but it's really important to remind ourselves that gyms are actually designed to be a safe space where everyone can join in to reach their own personal health and fitness goals. And I think that an essential first step in gaining confidence in the gym is realizing that every single person is there for themselves. And people don't go to the gym and judge others just and watch what other people are doing. At least I really hope not. Um, But they go to the gym in order to do whatever form of movement that they enjoy and whatever makes them feel good. So that could be lifting weights for someone. It could be doing HIIT workouts for someone or yoga. And the list really goes on and on. And maybe you don't know what form of movement you enjoy yet. So it could be helpful for you to work with a certified personal trainer. Um, Personal trainers can really take away any uncertainties that you may feel when you step into that gym floor. And as a personal trainer myself, I also know that I can create workout plans that are tailored to people's goals. Therefore, it's going to be very individualized and it'll give you a set plan when you walk into the gym. So if you're listening to this and you feel like this may be a good first step for you to gaining confidence within the gym, I would definitely love if you reached out to me or DM'd me on Instagram about this. And another way to feel more comfortable in the gym and more confident in the gym is to go with a friend. So I'm a personal trainer, like I just mentioned. And um, a few months ago, I joined a new gym. And to be honest, I was a little intimidated when I first went. So what did I do? I went with my sister and worked out with my sister many times in the beginning because she had been going there for a few years already. And sometimes it's easy to forget that we don't need to, you know, fly solo at the gym. And Going for a workout with a friend is a great way to make the gym feel less scary for you. And I want to mention that if you are listening to this and struggle with this fear or don't know what to do when you walk into a gym, or maybe you just don't necessarily know how certain machines work, please, please, please reach out to me. And I would literally love to be your gym buddy someday and just go to the gym with you and maybe introduce you to some new things and how to do new things to really help you build up that confidence. All right. Well, that wraps up my top five tips for building confidence within yourself for today. And I really hope that these tips were helpful and that you could follow along with them and apply them to your own life eventually. And I really just want to say that we are all amazing humans and we all have so many stunning qualities that we may not even notice about ourselves, but I challenge each of you to find these qualities within yourself and bring them out. So if you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you took the time to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts so that I can really reach more people with it. 
In addition, I would love if you DM'd me and just discussed this episode with me. For example, if there was something that you really resonated with or maybe just what your biggest takeaway was. And as always, we will chat again soon. Thank you.